What does home feel like? Where does creativity come from? How does a project come together? Hello and welcome to The Gamble, a podcast about the Southsiders who live and work in Bethlehem. I'm today's host, Kevin Kerner. The Gamble is a companion podcast for our recently screened documentary film, Betting on Bethlehem. In this episode, I'm joined by Amari, also known as DT, also known as Dontarius Walker. DT is an award-winning musician, a producer, a filmmaker, an artist. The list goes on and on. He created and produced the soundtrack to Betting on Bethlehem. I recently had the opportunity to sit down with DT to talk about his creative process and his connection to Bethlehem, which he calls his second home. My name is Dontarius Walker, but I go by the name Amari. Um, yeah, uh, Amari means in Greek, internally lovely, and in African, strong. So when I saw that name, it just stuck to me for a real long time. And I was like, wow, it is, this represents who I am. And how this project came together, it's, it was weird. Um, I remember um, first, before like before I knew anything about the family, anything, um, I remember I was driving the car with my bro, and I got an email from Professor, Professor Crump. And he was like, yeah, I want you to, we're doing this film, and we need a sound designer and a sound engineer. And I thought of you and like, would you be willing to be a part of it? And like in my head, I was like, what in the world? Like what? <laughs> you know, cause it's like, I, I, he never heard any of my music. And like, only thing I was just worried about, I was like, yo, I love making music. I love doing this. I love doing that. And just like by me expressing how, what I love to do and what I have passion for, it just led me to this position. And as soon as he said that, I was like, yo, bro, yo, what? And I was just excited. I was like, what? And I, as soon as he sent me the same day, I responded, I'm like, yes, I will. I, I want to do this. I want to do this. Cause I saw this as the opportunity to not only like, like build my portfolio, but also get out of my comfort zone. You know what I mean? Cause like, I'm always like producing hip hop, a little bit of R and B, like, but I never did nothing alternative or nothing like that. So I was like, okay, this is definitely a film that might not need hip hop. So I'm like, let me, let me go into like something else that I might can do. So I'm like just listening to different sounds, playing different sounds and inviting different artists coming through and like, yo, let's have fun, you know? So like that was most of the project of us having fun and really just coming together and making sounds that I feel like would best represent the film. So can you talk a little bit more about your process, you know, how you get an idea for a track or for a sound or for a song and then how you bring that to fruition? You know, is it a conversation with the filmmakers to to see what they're thinking of for a specific piece or to kind of look at the overall picture instead? It's it's multiple things. Um, As soon as I heard about the opportunity for me to, like, make the soundtrack right, um, I was just like, okay. I like I didn't have no background, nothing. I like I just knew it was about to be about um Sands Casino and the impact it has on Bethlehem. And I was just like, okay, just thinking like, okay, how can I incorporate that with different type of sounds, you know, a different song, different pianos, different guitars, different things like that. Cause like the soundtrack that you guys have on a drive right now is not what I had when I first started. So there's a lot of different things that was cut, changed, switched up. I remember I made this one track for a couple of people. And that just got stretched out completely, and like it doesn't include the people who I invited, like who I first said would be a part of it, you know. 
Um, but after we had our first meeting, we had like the whole um, description of how the thing was like going to be. I remember like vividly. If I can, put, I'm gonna try to pull it out right now. I'm gonna show you, but the podcast can't see it. But um, I had like I like, I take notes when I'm like passionate about something. I always take notes, right? As you can see right here, took mad notes just by just based on how like what they said. I color coded everything and said, okay. Based on what this saying, I feel like this move would be good right here, this right here, this right here, this right here. So I'm like, I'm just writing everything. I'm like, okay, this may be the sound they need for here. I'm going to try to use that for that. Or I want somebody to sing on here. Or, you know what I mean? So it was first just me having an idea of what I think it would be and then what they wanted and try to use that and try to, like, picture that in my head. So the process usually be um, after we have that, I'm like, okay, this is what they want from us. How can I incorporate Amari in it as well? So they want this. How can Amari also have that as well? So the different artists, like one of the tracks, um, I'm fine. Um, that was made. Yeah, that was made after we had. Uh, I was the, given the um, the notice that I'll be making the soundtrack. But like how they came together was different. Like each of the artists that like you'll hear would be like from different people. I'm like, yo, just tell me how your experience is. You know what I mean? And once you listen to it, you you can hear like. People from Bethlehem can also feel the same way you're feeling, you know what I mean? If you put, like, you hear what they're, the stories they're telling, and imagine that from, like, Bethlehem perspective, and, like, on the casino, you can see the correlation in Kansas with it as well. So with that song, I'm fine. It's that like, I'm faking, faking it now and ever. I'm fine. Damn, we really got to wait till something happens to act on it. I, I... Thoughts fill the mind, they turn into feelings And the more I learn, they turn into grievance I was blind before, but not no more I awoke and reality hit the door About heat I left behind in a time where he was like Yeah, I'm fine, and I believed the lie But fine is just a substitute, the fake in and out whenever You good, or whatever The masking of deeper emotion Because society has a recipe And what we drink is its potion with the ingredients of hate and growing up young, building up resentment. I said, I'll be there, and I left, going to the right place. He was doing him, but in living my life, he forgot to live his. Social hashtag is depression, a trend hiding the oppression. We don't know how low it gets, and we try to forget, and we end up in regret. Those around us are suffering. You see, uh, the, the story as presented with uh, Bethlehem's history, and it's recent history you think it's something that's universal yes i do i feel like it's something that they felt in the past but they also are feeling it now you know that's being a like in the production meeting with all of us like it's a trend that where the stills had provided and where like after it like like disbanded discontinued and how like bethlehem like i can say went down to ruins but like it declined because it depended so much on bethlehem and how now the casino's in, and, like, they were hesitant about it then, but, like, like they starting to get, like, you know, they starting to, like, feel for it, but it's, like, they're depending on it again, so I was, like... It's like a replacement of yeah, one type of dependency yeah, for another. Yeah, and I feel like I noticed I noticed that when, like, we'd be talking about it, and I was, like, yo, there's, there's, there's a trend going on. Like, you're saying there's a trend going on, so if... There was something in their mind that was like, like to turn the switch on, like, oh, this is a cycle. We need to get out of this cycle. You know what I mean? That's why um, the name of the soundtrack is called Always Bethlehem. The reason why I say Always Bethlehem, because 
no matter what happens, no matter if you bring Bill back to Steel, the Steel Stacks, you leave like Sands Casino, it will always be Bethlehem no matter what. The casino doesn't make Bethlehem, Bethlehem make Bethlehem. That's why I was like, always Bethlehem. And also another reason, you see the album cover, it's written like a letter. And at the end it says, always Bethlehem. So it's like the city of Bethlehem writing a letter to them saying, we would never change, this is us. How did you first start um, playing music, performing music, producing music? It started all the way back when I was in high school. Um, one of my um, good friends in high school, he uh, he wanted to be a rapper, right? He was trying to be a rapper, and it was like he needed a beat, and I was like, okay, let me make some beats for you, just playing around, you know what I mean? Nothing serious, you know. I was in high school, just playing around, and then I was just playing with it around. At first, I was just using loops, you know, like you drag something in and then repeat. I started doing that for a while, and the people were like, oh, you pretty, you pretty good, you have a little talent. And I was like, what? So I had that, and um, had my, uh, got a laptop, had this bad boy, this is 2010. This is my laptop right here, 2010, we in 2019, so you know how long I had this bad boy. But um, after I got this, right, I just um, got, and I had GarageBand, working on GarageBand, then I got Logic, like the update version. Then still continue to still making loops. Um, then when I came here in college, I learned how to like create my own sound. It's funny how like something you dabble with when you're in high school turn into something you really want to do for the rest of your life. Cause like you can find that passion within it. I never thought that making music or doing anything involved music and especially film too, cause that's all they came later in my um life. But like you were saying, I never thought that I can do anything with music and how fun, like how fun with music, you know what I mean? So before you started on this project, and obviously you lived in Bethlehem the past four years now yeah. uh, through through college, before you started working on this project, what were your impressions of Bethlehem, Southside, Southside community? For me, um, the Southside community, like it's, it's everything the Southside different to the Northside. But I feel like I, I resonated more with the South Side because it low-key reminded me of home. Um, and where's where's that for you? Memphis, Tennessee. From Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, 901. Hey, shout out to everybody. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it reminded me of home. Not, like, it's not as, like, tight as Memphis. Like, Memphis is, like, more open land because it's from the South and everything like that. But it was um, the fact that, like, it was a... It was a, it was the community. I don't know. Like people, people might see Bethlehem as like the hood or the ghetto. You know what I mean. But for me, I see that as home. I saw that. I'm like, yo, it's cool. I can resonate. Like I'm cool walking out at night with. You know what I mean. I, I'm not afraid because like this is what I came from. You know, and I seen that, and I was like, yo, this is pretty cool. And then Arts Quest, I went over there a couple of times. It's pretty cool. Like the scenery was still stacks, but the people there are chilling. The different businesses there. Like the neighborhood, like everything is chilling, but like it's different because like if I do go for walks, cause I usually go for walks just like get away from. It. I go for walks and like the community is pretty cool. Like you got kids walking around, normal, normal, like back at home and stuff like that. And I feel like the community is close knit. If you like exclude the college students, cause the college students, you know, they got a whole whatever. 
but I feel like the community is really close knit. Um, it's normal, like people walk around, people have engaged, you know what I mean? Um Yeah, I feel I feel I feel it feel comfortable, you know, I don't feel like it's not nothing different, you know, I feel like it's a a community. Have you found uh through working on this film you've you've learned more about the city? Yeah, I, I <laughs> It, it it made me realize that Bethlehem is a city. Like I call it my second home. I call it my second home. I'm always like, I'm definitely coming back to Bethlehem, even though it's so small. It's like not the big city lights. Da, da, da. I know this is my second home. Memphis is always my fo- first home. Bethlehem is my second home. Uh, Mississippi too. I can't forget about Mississippi because it's all born. Hey, shout out Mississippi too, but. <laughs> Um, but Bethlehem is like it's up there. Bethlehem, I would never forget this place because, like, aside like from the casino and the arts quest, the community there, like the vibe there, the people there, like the little the little green pasture walk. I usually go on the walks. You know what I mean? Just like going there, it's changing. It's changing. When I was first here, it wasn't Lehigh wasn't like this. Bethlehem wasn't like this. But hopefully, it's for the best. They say it's for the best. We don't know. We'll never know. Even over those, the past four years, like you've said, it it's been pretty incredible. The the amount of change and the yes. amount of development that's happening, and you know, property changing hands, and just the the sort of continued process that's occurring. And and there's there's this kind of academic idea of it. It likes to to put sort of the industrial decline in a in a box. And forget that, like these processes of development and redevelopment, and economic decline and renewal, are actually constantly happening mm-hmm. in, in a process. And you know, even in the past four years, like it's it's incredible to me too, kind of seeing the continuous ups and downs. And it's not just it's not just really one trend line either. Yeah, yeah, because it's like. People, it's like organization is just like, okay, we feel like this is good for this community. Without really, I didn't say they don't always talk to community, like to the um, the community, but it's very rare when they have community input. And when if they do, they rarely use it. You know what I mean? They feel like, oh, we have to compete with this city or this and this in order to like help bring more people in. Because when it all comes down to, it comes down to money. This is what people, people, they want money. They want to make sure they have enough money coming in, enough money, like, you know what I mean? And that's what it all come down to, you know what I mean? Like, I can't complain. I can't knock the hustle, you know? They they doing it for money, but, like, what about the people? Like, what about, like, the people who made Bethlehem what it is? You know what I mean? Like, care about those individuals first. And, like, how can we sustain who they, like, this city? Because this city has so much history. That like a lot of people don't know, and if they do know the history, why not preserve their history? Why not build upon their history? Why not trying to make sure that the people who help make Bethlehem the way it is are cared for? You know what I mean? I don't know. Not like give them money. You know what I mean? To make sure they are happy living into this, living in the city that made them who they are. You know what I mean? Because Bethlehem is not Bethlehem without its people, and it also shows the people ain't done without Bethlehem. So it's it's a give and take both ways. So, yeah. <laughs> we got passion, we got we have we have drive and we have um 
no, no, not mission, but um, purpose, purpose, love, Bethlehem, and purpose. I feel like they represent what you go hear in the soundtrack. Represent the film. Oh yeah, it does represent. Does represent the film. <laughs> um, but yeah, love, passion, and purpose. Yeah, that's what it all ties ties into. You know, ties into all of it. Also, before I go, I want to shout out Yami J, who is on the track for "I'm Fine." Shout out Shy Blue, who's also on the track for "I'm Fine." Shout out Rue, who's on the track for "I'm Fine." Shout out Candice Tam for providing me with the guitar on B. Shout out to Self Witcher. No, 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 Witcher. Seth Greer. Shout out to Seth Witcher for doing your thing. You be doing your thing. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to Seth Greer for providing the uh, audio for Deliverance and for that bomb track for Growth and Prosperity. Going ham on that. Shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to um, my family. Shout out to my bros. Shout out to... Uh, Everybody, man, shout out, shout out to my crew, shout out to you, Kevin, <laughs> for like, I inviting me to be a part of this, man. I really appreciate this, you know. I really, really enjoy doing things like this, man, because it like, it makes me realize, it makes me like confirm that like I'm, I'm doing something right, you know, I'm doing something right. So I appreciate you reaching out and like y'all want to hear about your process and stuff like that. I really appreciate this. Well, thanks for coming on and uh, talking with me. No problem. Today's episode of The Gamble was produced by me, Kevin Kerner. Claire Silva and Jessica Munn provided community outreach and support. Our theme music and all the music in this episode is by Amari, who has also produced a full-length soundtrack for our film, Betting on Bethlehem. Caroline Kelleher, Carrie Moffat, and Delaney McCaffrey lead our filmmaking team. The Gamble was recorded at Lehigh University in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Want to find out more about the film? Follow us on social media. Search for the handle at BetOnBethlehem. Thanks for listening.